Are you happy well, for thanks, me? Thanks for having me on the podcast. I mean, it's really been a pleasure. So yeah, it's been great. Right. See, See you next week. <laughs> oh, were we not recording? <laughs> That'd be so great. <laughs> that whole thing, that whole thing was totally the, that is in essence, Cody and Austin. Right yeah. There in, in the <laughs> Hi, yeah. I'm Austin and I'm Cody. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Austin, how you been? Dude, it feels good. You know, some of the more personal things that's been going on in life. Uh, so things are starting to really look up. I'm pretty happy. Wait, are My you dog... not are you not talking about movies right now? Oh, well, if that's the case. <laughs> no, we don't talk about life here. There is no life. Well, movies I, I are life. Movies are life at the movie shelf. So, um, been pretty great obviously you know that you and i have talked i wish i could watch more you definitely get to watch more nowadays than i do yeah um because you know i got the little tyke running around yeah you got a little baby bro yeah dude just watch movies with the baby i don't understand you're like i can't watch movies i got the baby dude i bet your daughter would love everything everywhere men she would love the first (laughs) your your baby would love it dude she she gets her daily digest of bluey the australian blue dog yeah healer um, which is great. Which, I, yeah, I've heard isn't bad. Uh, no season men. three dropped today, and I almost watched it without her home. So <laughs> I should tell you everything I ne- you need to know about that that kid's show on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It's pretty great. I've cried because of that show, actually. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty great. But um, I really... Uh, let me let me ask uh, you this. I, I, since you don't get to watch a ton of movies, let's say it's a... It's a night where you're by yourself, no kid, no wife, nothing. Like they're oh wow, <laughs> they this is, are. You're getting me excited. <laughs> they're off somewhere, you know, and you got the place to yourself. You you can watch one movie, and it's one movie that you've been waiting to watch or whatever oh. that you've been anticipating. What movie is it? That's coming out too. Uh, uh, no, it's something that like you would be able to obtain today. Oh, today? Oh, yeah. man, that is a good, that is a good question. Uh, honestly, uh, we were talking about it just a little bit ago. I really want to see everything everywhere all at once because yeah. I heard that, it, it did super good. And yeah. I, I feel like I missed out on that theatrical. And I, I'll tell you what, and you and I did talk about this whenever that movie came out. I was going to go see that in theaters, but it didn't come out where I am. Yeah, that's the, that's and that's what sucks, too, is because now it's such a big box. It's the first uh, a twenty four movie to reach a hundred million dollars in the box office, which is huge for for a twenty four. Like, yeah, and they deserve it, man. They really do, especially that movie. Like, it, out of their movies, I'm like, yeah, this is the one that needed it. Like, this is the one that deserves it. But you and I also talked about like how great that movie is for a twenty four and their space, but also how we've also talked about how artsy a twenty four usually leans towards. Yeah. especially like in terms of indie stuff. And I don't want like these mega, you know, blockbuster movies that come out and everyone like jump on the A24 train. Like I want them to stay like my little A24, my little A24. Yeah, that's true. Because I remember last year when there was like a lot of rumors going around that Apple TV was trying to, or Apple TV Plus was trying to obtain A24 uh, and like merge with them. I would cry. I would cry. Legitimately, I would be like, how did they fall to such corporate greed? (laughs) How did they, why would they do this? Pulmonary embolism. I know they've had a few movies that (laughs) are Apple TV plus exclusives, um, which has also come with some faults. Like I'm fine with it. Whatever. I have it. I'll watch them. But like, we haven't gotten a physical release of the tragedy of Macbeth. You can only watch it on Apple TV Plus, which is so annoying. I want a physical copy so bad. Yes, because you know how cool. Like, let's say they did a steelbook release for that movie. You know yeah. how amazing it would be, given even the just like a, in that movie. Even just like a sexy, nice little slipcover. Just uh. speaking of, okay, we just talked about everything everywhere all at once. The 4K version of the slipcover for everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. The one with all the the eyeballs. Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. I love that one. Um, I think if I had to guess, if they ever do a physical release of Tragedy of Macbeth, it's going to be 
either one of the like A24 exclusive ones that's like on their site, like with Lamb and the souvenir. Um, or dude, it should just go straight to the Criterion Collection, straight up. Dude, I we said that front as soon I think we both said it because I, I remember I watched it and then I called you immediately after. Yeah. And by the way, I think that, I know I gave it a ten. I I don't I don't remember what I gave it. I can check my letterboxed. Yeah, do that. That was before I was on the letterbox train because I was a little scared, boy. But <laughs> I know that uh, one of the things we first said whenever we got on the phone was that they definitely it definitely is a Criterion worthy movie. One hundred percent. I gave it four out of five stars. Dang. Yeah. I think I gave it a ten. That was when I was doing IMDb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, um, so, um, as you know, this is all new. All this, like, creating content that I'm trying to start. I'm trying to push myself to do this stuff. Um, which is why I've wanted to start it. I wanted to start this. I wanted to start making YouTube videos. Stuff which like that. Which you're killing, by the way. Oh, can thank I just you. Say? I appreciate that. Um, the... Uh, one of the things I want to do, though, is uh, at the end of each month, I want to do like, a, here's a, here's here's the stuff I watched this month. Here's, you know, and I'll just do like a quick, you know, some quick fire reviews of everything. So it's like here. So I've been keeping track of everything I've watched. Um, and there's one movie I want to talk about because I was going to make a video about it. I still might. I don't know. Um, but... It has. I haven't had the time to do it, and like setting it up has been too difficult. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it. Um, but I watched a movie. <laughs> Sierra and I uh, watched a movie called The Amazing Panda Adventure. <laughs> uh, it's on HBO. Mm-hmm. Because we were like, is this just, an animated show? Movie? No, it's a. It's a. It sounds like an animated movie. Let me let me try to explain it to you. It's. It's one of those kids movies from like the early mid 90s that feels akin to like a Sandlot, Little Rascals, Three Ninjas, something along those lines um, where it's just like a kid getting stuck in an adventure that like, I don't know, definitely geared towards kids. But it has that that sprinkle of like 90s problematic uh source material and like plot line that you can only get from those 90 90s and early 2000s movies um it just felt very nostalgic even though i'd never seen it it felt very like oh i feel like i'm watching richie rich again like when i was a kid do you feel Um, like it did more for you than just the nostalgia factor no (laughs) (laughs) that's what i that's my problem is like, I actually, I'm glad you said this because I well, was hold on. Watching... Can I make one thing clear? It yeah, wasn't yeah. a good movie. <laughs> it was. No, that's yeah, why I, exactly. Okay. It wasn't good. I didn't get anything out of it other than just like laughter, a couple of like cringe moments. And the whole time I was like, this would make a great YouTube video. Um, and that's what kept me watching. It was like, I would, I'd get a good video out of this, a good video. And now I don't even know if that video is going to happen. Um, but I know that, the movie leaves HBO Max at the end of this month. So, back to my first question of if you had one movie that you could watch, I would recommend The Amazing Panda Adventure. (laughs) 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 Because this movie is a blast. And it sucks, but it's so over the top. It sucks in a great way. It sucks in like a great... It blows by... The runtime... The pacing is incredible. The, The... the actors are horrendous. The score is horrible. There's some racism. <laughs> Just some blatant uh, racism. There's Snowflakes tread lightly. <laughs> snowflakes tread lightly. Um, there's I legitimately... So basically the premise of this movie is there's this kid and his dad uh, lives in China and he runs a... Uh, runs like a panda preservation place um and so the summer's coming up and he's like i'm gonna go visit my dad in china so he gets on this plane goes to china whatever 
you realize pretty quickly that his dad sucks because his dad isn't there to pick him up from the airport. So this kid's trying to traverse China by himself uh, to find his dad. Um, ends up finding him. I, that's where I thought the plot was going to kick in. Like, that's where I was like, oh, this kid's lost in China. And he's going on a panda adventure. I don't know. Like, I thought the adventure was he was going to go find his dad. Finds his dad in like five minutes. He's like, oh, dad. Um, and he's living on this panda preservation where they're like, you got to watch out for poachers, all this stuff, whatever. Long story short, uh, this kid and this other, uh, Chinese girl that lives on the preservation get lost in the woods with a baby panda and they're trying to run away from poachers. That's the adventure. Um, there's a line in the movie where the kid meets the main kid meets the Chinese girl for the first time. And I kid you not, there's a line where he looks at his dad and he goes, why does she talk funny? (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. And Sierra and I both were like, Ooh, (laughs) like, Oh no. Yeah. Uh, can I change my answer? Yeah. Uh, it would be white bird. Don't even start, (laughs) dude. For anyone who the the racism, it just brought it out. (laughs) If you're listening to this and care, uh, please go look up the trailer for white bird. Pause. Um, Please pause pause, the, pause this and go watch the trailer for <laughs> White Bird because it might be the winner for best movie trailer of the year. Like, I there's a very distinct moment, and and if it doesn't hit you, then we need to have a talk as you an individual. I but. <laughs> I don't think I've ever spit out like a drink from laughter <laughs> out like, your nose, out my nose, and everything, and. In that movie theater, when that trailer played and that moment hit, I was like coughing, couldn't like. There was almost <laughs> Doctor Doctor Pepper everywhere. I um, literally, I audibly, I watched it on my phone or on my computer, and I literally went, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah." Um, but there is another movie that I watched this month that you also have watched this month. Um, yeah, begrudgingly. Yeah. It's one that we can check off the movie shelf. We don't have to, we can take it off the shelf. We don't need it anymore. Um, what, it's uh, not you... going in a good bin. Oh, for real? You're, no, you didn't no. like it? No. All right. Would you, would you like to say what movie it is? We watched the new movie to Hulu, Prey. The, the Hulu original. Cue, cue the spinning in. Yeah. Pray. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Sitcom music. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I thought that movie. So let me like rewind a little bit and I'll say this. I mean, you told me we originally picked a different movie to start with. Yeah. I'm not going to say it yet because I don't know if you want to reveal we'll, that. We'll or revisit not. it. Uh, and so um, I will say this, that I am highly disappointed that we didn't watch the other movie <laughs> yeah. first. Yeah. Uh, uh, very disappointed. And then two, um, what I told you before we watched this movie stands to be true. Although it did gain some respect. Okay. Like it really did. But it's what did you tell me was, you, about the trailer? I, I said, uh, you're like, I want to watch this. I was like, really? Cause I think it's going to be really bad. I, didn't I said, think it- actually said, I actually said you must have watched a different trailer than me is what I said. <laughs> I didn't think it was the worst. But it wasn't I the did... worst in the franchise. <laughs> but that's not saying a lot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's not saying a lot at all. <laughs> I I think it was Here's well let's just go through the movie, okay? Let's first let's give like our uh, hold on. First let's give our opinions. <laughs> Like our I'm gonna pull my baseline. notes out. I took notes. Yes, I need to pull my notes out. Let's give like our baseline. Here's my what I put on letterboxed basically was I said, um Oh, we're reading letterbox review. Well, we don't have to read the whole letterbox review. I just know mine's, mine's a lot brief. longer than yours. Yeah, here's Yeah, just, mine's a lot longer. <laughs> um Let me find my review of it. Okay. I said uh the first act was good, and then it plateaued. Um, I wish it did more. 
it's definitely still the best movie in the Predator franchise, besides the first one, obviously. Um, which is true. It is the best one since the first Predator. Um, I, I do agree with that. But that's not saying a, a ton. No, it's not. <laughs> um, there are aspects of the movie that I liked. There's a lot of things that I liked, and I wish they either expanded on or did more of or did better. Um, but there's Different. also a lot of things that I was like, come on. Like, I was like, this could let's okay. Let's go through my first note and then we'll see where it compares with your first note or what's your, what's your uh, is, first note that you have? Okay. Well, so first of all, I did, I don't know how you took notes, but I did a pros and cons. Oh no, I didn't. I did. I just, as while I was watching the movie wrote down my thoughts throughout no, the whole okay, movie. I, I guess technically I did too, but I did I just did it in the way like if I came across a pro, I just put it in there and gotcha. if I came across a con. So, let's go based on your notes and if okay. I have anything that like hits in there, gotcha. we'll go off of that. Well, my first note is a pro, uh and it's my fa- it's about my favorite character in the movie, which is the dog. The dog is my favorite character. Yes. The dog so is good. my favorite character in the whole movie. And to be honest, the dog name, carried but... the movie. <laughs> the dog yeah. carried the movie for me. And the whole time Anytime the dog got in any sort of danger, when its foot or when its tail got caught in the bear trap, hold on, actually pause for two seconds. We need a spoiler alert here because we're going to talk about this movie in detail. And we're, that that detail was not major. That detail movie, wasn't major, but I just wanted to get this out <laughs> of the way. We will be spoiling this movie if you have not seen it. Like exhaustive <laughs> breakdown of this movie, so, like you cannot watch this and be like frame oh, by fine. frame playthrough of this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, the dog carried, uh, and whenever it was in any type of danger, I legitimately was like, "If they kill this dog, I am turning this movie off." There was a few times I was like, "Yeah," there was a few times where I was like, mm, "It's gonna die." <laughs> it's gonna die when it like ran off by itself, when it got caught in the bear trap, all these different mo- when it the bear, I was like. If this dog died, and and here's the other thing, props to them for using a real dog, <laughs> and not <laughs> using a fake CGI dog. Yeah, because okay, thank you for saying the word CGI because I'm gonna go ahead and say it. CGI on Predator, amazing. I yeah. actually thought it was pretty good. Everything was he, else. But hold on, stay here for a minute. Was he f- CGI through the whole movie? I think that he was a mix between practical and CGI. Yeah, because I don't there was really definitely an like... actor in a suit. A hundred percent. There yeah. was an actor in a 100%. suit. But I do, there probably was a lot of, especially like the and, invisible stuff. Well, um, that, and I can tell you for certain that the choreography for some of the fight stuff, that was so good. Yeah. That there's no way they could have done that in CGI. Yeah, I do agree that the fights looked great. The fight scenes. Well, hold on. With the budget they had. Let me rephrase fair, that. With the enough. budget they had. Um, but I think like the bear was not that great looking. Okay. So that's my thing. Every animal that was CG in that movie looked great until it moved. Yes. The the, deer, the deer, the snake, the rabbit and the the rabbit and the fox or or whatever it was. It is. Yeah. Um, those looked awesome until they moved. The bear looked like garbage the whole time. The bear. It looked comical. It looked like a cutout. It looked like a cutout. Yeah. It and whenever Predator punches the bear, it looked like a it looked like a video game. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was that, like, it could have been so cool too. Yeah. I will say the coolest part. They couldn't the afford scene, John Favreau animals. They couldn't they couldn't afford those. <laughs> the one cool part is when he's holding the bear over his head. And the blood. And it just it drenches when he's cloaked and yeah. it drenches him. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was um, cool. But like it was cool, not in a good movie sense. And that was a, <laughs> like that was like my big glaring issue with this movie is that it had a lot of cool parts where I was like, this it, that movie this movie was cool in the way that like military movies are cool. I th- like if I see a military movie on Netflix, I can't help but watch it even though I know like okay this is gonna be a five like yeah out across the, the board like, five or like I should say IMDb five so it'd be like. Yeah. On Letterboxd. Um, where was I? Sorry, I lost my train of thought for a second. Um, <laughs> You're good. That was my big hang up with this too, with this movie, is 
all the stuff that was cool or that I thought was cool, I was like, it's cool, but if it were a different movie. Like, yes. Like, if this was its own thing and it wasn't... Like, let's say the other Predator movies didn't exist and this was just a movie about an alien hunting this indigenous tribe, I'd be like, heck yeah. Like, this is dope. This is awesome. But it's got these other movies that you have to by default compare it to which it does better than a lot of them but it adds a stigma and it adds a weird like hollywood feel to it because if this was just like some independent movie that some director was like passionate about some story he wrote and put this together i'd be like yeah this is awesome but the fact that it's backed by 20th century fox and the entire predator franchise like that's where these cool moments. And that, one of the more major streaming services on the market. Yeah. The fact that it plateaued so hard for me. Because I was in. Up until I literally wrote a note. Hold on. We're skipping a lot of my notes here. We can come back to them. Um, I wrote a note where I said 41 minutes in and the girl and the predator have not interacted. <laughs> the main chick. It took you 41 minutes to be out. 40 no that's not when i went out that's where i was like is something i was like we got to get the ball moving because like it was it was like i like the climax was the ending yeah here's what because you know me i'm a fan of a good slow burn and that's not even what this was the setup that they were doing was good stuff the setup that they were doing was good stuff but they needed to connect it there was no connective tissue between the different scenes that were taking place. So like, for example, um, I love the first like 20 minutes of the movie, specifically all this stuff where she's like trying to hunt and she like they goes out with her. I they won't with let that. her. I agree with the 20 when she's sharpening scene. the ax. There's a line specifically yeah. where she's sharpening the ax and it's the ax that her father gave her. And she's like, I'm going to use this to hunt. And the mom's like, your dad gave you that for bread. Like, yeah, like she's to like, chop bread or she whatever. Used it, yeah. You're supposed to use it to cut bread. And she's like, Mm-mm. like, I love that. I was like, OK, let's go. Let's freaking let's kill something. Let's... The other thing I put, though, was. She better not kill a predator <laughs> like she she hasn't killed the thing. She better not kill a predator like she can't kill a predator. Yeah. She's one hundred and ten pounds. The fact that she did doesn't bother me. Uh, because the way she did it, I guess, was smart. There's, but she killed like five rabbits. It's not even that. The <laughs> things that I'm hung up on are like she learned how to fight it so fast. When that's what the slow burn should have. The slow burn part of it should have been her learning this and learning the predator. Like, almost a prolonged fight. Yes. Where like she encounters these different parts of the predator and then figures it out. But it was like she like. Because I thought, I thought that's what they were going to do. Where Yeah, me too. Because with the name of the movie being Prey, which I get why. Yeah, yeah, me too. But what I thought they were going to do with it was that, like, the predator has now become the prey. And she was going to hunt this predator. Like, I'm going to learn it. I'm going to figure out what its weaknesses are, which she does. But she just does it so fast in the last, like, 30 minutes when it should have been the whole movie. The whole, all the stuff with like the French people that show up and like kidnapper. I have a huge problem with that whole part of the movie. Yeah, because that's like your heritage, dude. You didn't like to mess with that. Um, <laughs> that's like your oh whole heritage, gosh. dude. They didn't. They didn't. <laughs> You're right. I my uncle's a French trapper. Yeah. <laughs> um, a morbidly obese French trapper. Which I guess that can lead us into this is, um, I get that it's a big budget mainstream movie and i get what they did artistically um and i understand that if you go to hulu you can watch a dubbed version of the movie but i hate that this whole thing is in english (laughs) yes okay thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you my biggest problem with it from the get-go right let me just kind of set this up opening cinematic um right like it opens up with that like nice blue well, well, what grungy it, feel and i was like 
oh, I was like, dude, we're about to, I was like, I'm about to be so wrong. It's yeah. about to be a beautiful mute movie and everything like that. And then it switches. And I was like, yeah, it starts up with the color grading. Well, it starts with her saying like a poem or something. And yeah. I'm assuming Comanche. Um, and then she like transitions to English, which I guess was their way of like, you're supposed to assume they're speaking Comanche this whole time. We just made them speak English so that you could understand it. But That's they didn't even guess. speak like an older English. No, they spoke like uh, high like schoolers. A, like yeah, they talked like high schoolers. <laughs> there was no like, like when the brothers teach. Like she's like they're like shooting at the falcon or whatever in the yeah. sky or the hawk, not a falcon, a hawk, <laughs> <laughs> a whole falcon in a the whole sky. Falcon. Uh, it they're just like that whole scene just for like I was listening to them talk but in my head I was saying like jerk brother leaned up on the locker in yeah, a high school hallway exactly. like that's what I saw and I was like look at I killed the this? beast I killed the lion check yeah. it and I'm like yeah. I mean yeah. you're good at tracking but like I committed to the kill but I committed like, to the kill and I did it and I'm, you I know I said that we did this but we didn't I did this yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I was uh, like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah. really? But on Hulu, it, it not, on Hulu, there's a version ahead. you can click to watch. That is the Comanche dub. So the whole movie's in Comanche, but it's I dubbed, wish I would have seen that. But it's dubbed, so it doesn't. And you and there's no like, there's not subtitles built into the movie. It's you have to put on like closed captioning, and Hulu's closed captioning sucks so bad. Um. And so it's like, I don't know. I feel like if they just, I, I know there was like budgetary limitations and probably time restraints, but if in a perfect world, I would have loved for them to film each scene twice, one in English and one like in Comanche, like get actors who can actually do both, which I know is super difficult, but it's been done before. Like Deneville knew one of his first movies, uh, Polytechnic, Polytechnic, I think is what it's called. Polytechnica. Um, there's two versions of the movie. There's an English version and a French version. And they filmed it twice. Each film, each scene they filmed twice. One in English and one in French. And French is such a beautiful language, dude. That would be such a great way to I'm like, learning. watch I'm, the movie. I'm learning French. I know you are. I'm uh, so proud of you. I got to do my Duolingo today, dude. Thanks for reminding me. I'm going to lose my streak. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I do agree and that was actually one of my cons is that um i feel like it needed to lean more into culture and language because in but not in every way really like because if you which i know you did because we watch movies very similarly is that if you really watch some of the background stuff i really feel like they aced a lot of it yeah no, but, i agree like the costuming the, the costuming the costuming around like the, the, the set design, characters, the costumes, the, you know, the makeup, all that stuff. It was good. I don't think that the the protagonist's costume was good. Mm -hmm. It I was felt very like much it was a weird approach on like an emo girl. Yeah, Comanche. Outfit. She looked I like, like uh, I don't feel like it works. She looked like Homegirl from Parks and Rec to me. Yeah, April, she looked like April from yeah. Parks and Rec to me. I was like, at first, I was like, is that? And then I no, I was like, no, 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 that's not her. I wish. <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> they should be canceled on twitter trying to play a comanche i know yeah. and like here's the deal I, and obviously like i hate to crap all over this movie because like i do think like especially me being being from oklahoma and like you and i just recently read killers of the flower moon yeah and like now we're waiting for the movie to come out because we're a I'm bunch so of little scorsese for. boys yeah well not even that like i just i <laughs> Truly, I feel like a connection about like after especially reading that book, like I just oh, yeah. feel like a kind of a connection to the Indians, really not to sound like really weird or whatever, but like I get what they were trying to do, but like I just feel like budget could have went to something else. Like, yeah, there was well, a different way. to. I know there's a different way to do it. Here's what I if I could have done my version of this movie. I would have not introduced the predator aspect until way later into the movie. I would have built him up 
and made his introduction so much more intense and heavy. Coo- and heavy. heavy and cooler. Like if if the bear was the first time you saw the predator, like when it gets drenched in blood, you're like, oh shoot, like it's right there. That would have been dope. But we get this stupid, I wrote it down. I understand that the predator is already an established character to the audience. But, but you can't shoot a movie like that. But its reveal was so garbage. She sees the she sees the ship, and you're like, whoa. And then t- two scenes later, you see him like drop down and then go invisible. And then you're like, okay, the predator's out there somewhere. Like but you didn't even see him go invisible. He was just already invisible. Yeah. And I'm you like, didn't even see him at yeah. all. And I was like, what the heck? Yeah, they needed to build that so much more that like the suspect because the whole I thought what would have been way better the whole thing where they're like oh there's a lion out there what if they were like the whole time there's a lion out there we got to kill there ain't no lion wasn't even a lion it was a predator it was a freaking predator but no there was a lion yeah he showed up with the lion and I was like oh or the lion jumped up on the tree and I was like oh legit there was a there was a lion okay sorry which looked like crap <laughs> I like did like cat. I did like though that she failed. I did yeah, me too. I did like that she did not kill the lion. I was like, well, okay. You she kinda. It was like a half fail because you do find out later that she did like the only reason why he killed it was because she maimed it. Yeah. Like when she stuck it in the side. Yeah. So but, like she did fail. She didn't get the kill and she didn't bring it home, which is like the whole but, point of their village's culture to her she failed to her right right right, yeah she needed that 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 failure to like push her story-wise and i and i enjoyed that part of the story aspect um i just wish they would have made the predator aspect so much more suspenseful and like really draw it out um so that that final fight was a little more impactful. Because to me, I was like, oh, they're I, fighting. They're fighting. Oh, she won. Yay. Woo, big surprise. Yeah. Like, I, I think that that could have been accomplished by completely taking out the French takeover. Yeah. Not, I yeah, think the French... Fair. I don't think any of the French stuff could have been in, should have been in the movie. And the reason is, is because the entire movie, in my opinion, gets background in setting confused yeah yeah are you trying to set background or are you trying to set setting yeah which one are you doing and i feel like it was complete like literally when the french thing happened i was like it took me a a minute to go oh yeah that was happening well they also don't ever fully describe where they're at and why do they know about the predator already oh did they i don't remember that yeah the french because the french guy was like uh he the one who could speak english came over and talked to her in the cage and was basically like the thing that you're hunting we know about it blah 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 like you know that type of thing and i'm like yeah i was like literally going can i figure out what's going on exactly (laughs) i don't know what's going on in this movie right now and so um i will say this Fight choreography was great, like I said earlier with the and it was shot well. It was shot well. My favorite part, and I feel like I don't know for some reason, I just feel this way. My actual favorite part of the entire movie is when the protagonist fights the the male in that group of people when they went out to rescue her. Oh yeah, and they like you know what I'm talking about. They like beat each other up. Yeah, that, and I was yeah, like, this that was is the moment. I was like, this is amazing. Like I like this. A yes, lot. because this is good conflict. <laughs> Not only, never mind. I was going to make a joke, but never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just think it showed also. It pinned down that that like the tribe is very much in the camp. The rest of the tribe is in the camp of like you cannot hunt. You are a woman. Go sure. go clean and make medicine. Go clean, cook, and make yeah. medicine, and. She's like, no, 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 no. And like, even down to like the people that she goes out and hunts with, 
they're like, you shouldn't be out here. Like, they, they make sure that she knows that. And she's like, I get it. Like, I love that back and forth between, like, the you can't do this, you can't do this. Because part of me was expecting her to not do it. Like, I was expecting her to get killed. Um, like, you thought the ending was actually going to be the Predator winning? Yeah. And I thought that's I mean, where, I like, did too. Yeah, that's where I thought it was going. But it didn't. Which I'm not, like, super upset about. But I was surprised. Because I was like, oh, all right. The way the way the Predator died, by the way, is so dumb. Yeah. I, yeah. We, we, I have a thing I want to talk about about this movie that we skipped, and it's way at the beginning of the movie, um, is a huge pro. I loved it, uh, was the title card. I So good. I loved so the good. title card. Me but too. you know what I hated? I really did. I hated the closing credit sequence. I hated it. When it cut to black, it was so, I was like, huh? Is this really and it like, plays the most like stock music action action cinematic uh, soundtrack. Oh, cool. I use this royalty free. <laughs> yeah. And it has like all the cave drawings. And then did you watch the whole cave drawing sequence? Yeah. And how they like set up for a sequel. They didn't. I, I, I guarantee you it's just them being like. Oh, we had to throw this in there for the people who haven't seen Predator because like they need to know that Predators are still around or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Like people need to know this isn't the only Predator. Yeah. Which I don't even know why they would believe that because they saw the ship fly away. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I was like, eh. So, and I know, I, I think you might be in a different camp than me on this, but like if you're going to have a Predator movie, why shy away from the gore so much? I didn't. Dude, My there guess... was a lot of jump cuts at, at some yeah. pretty like potentially good kill, kill scenes. Yeah. Like there was one uh, where the predator throws the net on the trapper and it, and it like misses him. Amazing. It shows it. And I was like, a plus like that was amazing. But then there was like a bunch of other moments where it was just a bunch of jump cuts to like, closer up angles where yeah. like you just see them dead and i'm like like yeah i can make this like no <laughs> offense like really yeah. and truly i can make this my i could direct guess, this movie my guess with that my guess with that is we're putting this on a streaming site where anyone can get to it um our budget's lower and we're not going to be able to uh do test audiences like test screenings so let's just take the safe route and like we'll do a little bit like they like this that's what this movie felt to me was safe this movie felt so yeah. safe and it took no risks and i was like all right like i don't know i just like how are you gonna make a movie in the predator series and like you know like and no, it just doesn't make sense right you see the trapper get turned into a hamburger patty yeah you see the bear pour a literal gallons and gallons of blood on this guy so like you have moments where it's like that's how why are you showing this but you're not going to show the other i just don't like yeah. i don't get it no I understand. so it just feels weird it feels like whoever was you know calling the shots here in terms of like what to put in what edits to put where and whatever that might look like it just feel like they had a hard time deciding yeah, which made me had a f hard time deciding whether or not I even like the movie. Exactly, um, I agree. Uh, I <laughs> I have a quote here from Sierra because she was kind of just like in the room; she wasn't really watching it. Uh, she said, "It's giving primal season in Fortnite." <laughs> it and pretty much yeah i mean we were making jokes the whole time i was uh like she was sliding down the hill and stuff and i was like i do that in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> it really was uh i do want to real quick um highlight some shots okay you know visually um there was some definite definite green screens oh yeah definite for bad sure. green screens 
Um, but that's not what I'm highlighting. Um, my favorite shot, um, I think, in the entire movie is whenever, is after the Predator kills the rescue party, she gets away and runs into that tall grass yeah. and that other part of the tribe, like, pulls her down. And then they start running away, and it does the aerial shot yeah. of them running, and, <clears throat> and it show it shows him the predator invisible, but you can see how fast he is because of the grass. Dang. I said, "Yeah, that whoever was awesome. thought of that, I was like, you are an intelligent individual." Yeah, because like yeah, that thing was fucking, dude. That thing was, dude. Booking. I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Lord, dead. Yeah. Speaking of like so many opportunities, right? Like. That's my problem with like a lot of these types of movies, right? Is like you're sitting there going, they would be dead there. Mm-hmm. Like he could easily yeah. just. That's where kill you kind of have to. That's where you just kind of have to remove your logic. Yeah, I know. You have to right distance your like reality a little bit, um, because if it because if it was all just based off whatever logic, he would have just ran into that camp and ripped him up murder yeah Murk i also all. liked uh also like the scene where how she figures out yeah um how he sees people yeah he With looks th- for the thermal. he looks for the threat and he looks for the yeah. thermal and he looks for the biggest threat that's the that was that's why i loved the scene with the fox and the rabbit thing um it explains it perfectly. because he was like i don't want that little rabbit he's like i want to go for that fox. he's like that's the predator and he's like i want to go for that Cause I'm the predator. I want to like, he's in it for big game and big game only. And although it did give me the, like King of the Hill, not like the show King of the Hill, but like the game, like, yeah. right. That's what I felt like was being played the whole time. It was yeah. just like, and that's, and I Hill. mean, that's about it. Yeah. You know, you he's know, just trying to like, be top of the food chain. But the thing is, right. is like, there wasn't that whole, build up right like she never became like yeah she was she still is not like even though she killed it like she's not a good like she doesn't deserve to be a war chief yeah (laughs) like you know yeah when she showed up to the camp everyone was like i guess we gotta yeah like she's carrying an alien's head yeah like you know what do you say so um i don't know the the sad part is, is is that i have more pros on my list than cons but the pros are minor and the cons are major yeah no i feel the exact same way there's a lot of stuff i liked about this movie but the fact that it failed in my opinion it failed in the story and like how it should have been framed and how how much better it could have been put together that's why it's like it's just so mid to me like in the fact that they had such poor green screens in some of the in some of the shots, but their on location shots were so good. Yeah. Like some of their on location shots were like amazing. Yeah. I. Uh, and I like the director, too. Mm-hmm. Ten Cloverfield yeah. Lane is awesome. I freaking love that movie. Yeah, me too. I and, love that. Movie. And that's what that's what makes me. the. And I guarantee you it's probably like studio interference or writers being Absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. But like 10 Cloverfield Lane does what this movie should have done, where the threat is kept secret the whole time. The, the threat is a mystery. And then it is revealed to you in the end, which sure you could argue all day of like, well, why would they want to keep it a mystery? We already know what it is based off the title and based off what this movie is. But you already what... know that in Tinkler Field Lane, too. Exactly. Like, like if we're talking, comparing, like, okay, this guy did a sequel to this movie, you know, that type of thing. Also, let's back up a little bit. We got some pretty star-studded actors and, and an actress in Tinkler Field Lane. Yeah. Like, right yeah like we got john goodman i mean we got john goodman it's john gonna be gallagher jr it's gonna be good man you know um and so um you can't i don't know it, it, it is hard to compare in terms of like the acting imagine talent. prey but the indian chief was john goodman <laughs> <laughs> or the big the big trapper dude yeah the french trapper guy that was john goodman yeah speaking french <laughs> <laughs> so funny uh so um i really was um i was a little 
disappointed afterwards. I was like, man, I gotta talk about this Dookie Shoes movie. Well, but, we can watch a good. Um, we'll watch a good movie next time. Yeah, because here's the thing, which I'll make this clear now, since I guess this is the first episode. Our idea with this podcast, the movie shelf, um, is that there is a hypothetical, invisible movie shelf out there that just has every movie, good, bad, new, old, underrated, underappreciated, overappreciated, every kind of movie out there, and we just got to Titanic, and and we just got to knock them off the list. We got to. We just got to start taking them off the shelf one by one, watching them and talking about them. Um, I will say, I will say this is that like, whenever I was thinking about this whole idea of a movie podcast, right, is what's the point if we only talk about good movies? Yeah, no, we got to talk about some, got to talk about some doo doo, got to talk about some old ones, got to talk about some new ones. The hard part is this, right? And I say this all the time, and I do not mean this in like a, you know, I'm not twirling my mustache right now. Yeah, is I really do have a pretty genuine good sixth sense when it comes to movies. Like I pretty much know for a fact if I'm going to love or hate a movie before I go into it. Yeah. Generally speaking, my mind is seldomly changed. And when it is, obviously those turn out to be some of the best movies. But like I knew I wasn't going to like this movie. I'll say I will say that doesn't keep me from that. That is an unbiased opinion going in. Yeah. I just know I don't really think it's going to be my thing. Yeah. I'm more often disappointed than like surprised. Like if I go to a movie and I'm like, uh, eh, I'm don't think this is going to be great. And then I'm like, Oh my God, that was awesome. I usually don't even go see a movie like that in the first place. Like I'll wait till I can just watch it on whatever. Or if I hear friends of mine that are like, Oh, it was actually amazing. And it was awesome. You should go see it. And I was like, all right, I'll go, I'll go check it out. But most of the time I'm like, I'm excited for this movie. And then I see it and I'm like, dang, you yeah. yeah. Um, did you happen to see that uh, Top Gun Maverick passed Titanic on the box office charts? Good. Yeah. Well, my question was: Is how long until James Cameron does another re-release? Dude, he's going to. Yeah, he's going to right before Avatar Two comes out, or yeah, he'll or he he'll make some deal with like AMC theaters or whatever, where it's like, you where can it's go, a double feature, you can go catch a double feature, which would be, could you imagine the worst double feature <laughs> I've ever seen in my life? The longest double feature yeah. you've ever seen in your life. You, uh, that would be like a good replacement for like a melatonin or like a Xanax or something is like an <laughs> avatar double feature. I also, I, I think I want to like come in here and say this, like if you're, if you're coming in here to watch or listen to this podcast, thinking like, Oh, I'm going to listen to two guys opinions on movies and like, it's going to be so great because we're going to totally relate. It's not going to happen because we hate Titanic. <laughs> we hate Avatar. I haven't seen Avatar two and it sucks. Okay. <laughs> so like James Cameron, L plus ratio, you suck. Yeah. So, um, there was a lot like Top Gun Maverick. Eh. I still haven't seen it actually. Mm, like yeah so it's like that's one of there's cool, a handful of movies that have come out this year that i haven't seen that i want to but it's like it is hard because right like one it's not like movie tickets are going down in price but i'm not and i'm also not complaining about that because like i really i really want the theater experience to stay alive like so desperately and so yeah. i'm not complaining about that but like also Right, like I love A24. Let's say two A24 movies come out very close to each other and then also Top Gun Maverick comes out. Like, one, I'm not interested in seeing that, but even if I was going to go see it with somebody, I would 100% not go to the movies to see that movie until I had seen the other two movies I want to see that are actually in theaters. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'm more... My whole thing with like movie theaters is I... Which this is just me possibly being a pretentious film goer or whatever but like dude no, i can't it's not. whatever main, you about to say no mainstream audiences kill me we sierra and i went and saw nope a couple weeks ago and the dude, whole time a woman is texting in front of us with her f- screen at like full brightness and we're in like those recliners so like we can see like sierra literally like was leaning up like what is she te- she's like what is she saying what is she saying 
and was like watching this woman text. That, that is so important yeah. to be texting what during you, this like, movie. And it wasn't just like, oops, let me send this real quick and whatever. She like had her phone open. Ha ha ha. LOL. Waiting for a reply. Oh my gosh. What a, like talking, having a full conversation through the movie. I had that kind of experience whenever I watched The Northman, uh, which I loved, by the way. That's another one on my list of things I got to watch. Yeah, we should actually talk about that on, on here, I think. I'll um, watch it. I'll watch it. I got done and immediately, right, and I live in like Hicktown, USA, basically. <laughs> and so, um, and I could, I could hear the cowboy boots on his feet when he said this. He was like, I haven't seen a good movie since Avengers Infinity War. And I was like... I just wanted to, you know. Yeah. I wish that someone would jump on my skull. Is actually and his defense, like it is the best Marvel movie. Okay, yeah, but I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. Yeah. Like he could have said anything in that moment, and like, I don't care. That's why I've loved like with the. I should have done this with the new Thor movie. Is wait until it's on Disney Plus. Oh, you mean Love and Thunder? Yeah, because Love and Thunder was dude. Yeah, but like I had a lot of hope for that, dude. Not it was. I mean, I didn't have like a ton of hope because I was like, eh. But I liked. I loved Ragnarok. I'm about to say Ragnarok was so good. Yeah, no, this one's like. I know. I heard it was bad. It's so bad. We'll get into it in a different time because we're at yeah. fifty something minutes. Um, time flies, dude. Time wow. flies when you talk about movies. Dude, and I still have so much more to say. That's so sad. About Prey? <laughs> no, just about movies. Oh, yeah. I was about just, to say, just like, about the well, movie what show. What more is there to say about Prey? Um, uh-huh. Oh, um, I can give my rating. You gave your rating on Letterboxd. I can give mine. Oh, yeah. Mine was a... I gave a two out of five on yeah. Letterboxd. In case you aren't familiar with should Letterboxd, we Should we start our own rating system? Should we have our own rating system for the show? The Cody and Austin rating system. <laughs> well, we well, just like for the show in general. It doesn't have to be specifically yeah. us. No, that's cool, dude. Um, <laughs> no, I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But in case you guys don't know it, yes, by the way, yes. Um, if you don't know what Letterboxd is, think of it. It's like movie social media type. Yeah. I guess that's how you would yeah. describe it. Blog for movie reviews, that type of thing. Um, I gave mine a two out of two and a half stars. And so you can do a half star rating as letterbox out of five stars. Um, I'm not going to read my review cause it's kind of long, um, which all my reviews tend to be. But follow but us on Letterboxd. Yes, please follow us on Letterboxd. What's your, what's your handle Cody? A film by Cody. Mine is a gray underscore 1996. And yes, that's how old I am. So there you go. Oh my gosh, you're so old. Um, shut up. So, uh, I will say that if you look at my reviewed, I don't have a lot because I just, I was scared to start my Letterboxd reviews because yeah. I felt like I wasn't pretentious enough. But that's not what Letterboxd is, dude. No, it's not about that. It's a free space. It's, it's a free space. Free, space free thoughts, free thinking. It's awesome. I love it there. Uh, I, I loved this. I want more of this. Yeah, this is fun. I could do like probably four more episodes of just different movies I've already actually watched <laughs> and you've actually watched um, in one sitting yeah. too because I wouldn't get tired. Well, of it. let's we can we could keep it going for a little bit more. I'd say we could go a little bit over an hour if we wanted to. We're at fifty four minutes. This is your ship, dude. Like I don't want to sink it. You well, know let's, what, what, have, what have you been watching recently? What's your you've been watching Bluey? <clears throat> you've been watching yeah, dude. Peppa Pig can take an L, dude. Louis on yeah. King Top. Right I, I I wasn't kidding when I texted you today. You need to watch The Bear. No, dude, it's already on my list. Like it, it really was. Like I was about to start that show like this week. I binged it last night. I watched every. I watched the whole. Yeah, first it's season. not very long episodes. No, the episode, the longest episode is the last episode, and it's like forty minutes. I think the rest of them are like twenty to thirty. Like they're all really short, but they are incredible like it's such a good show writing acting. okay here take two shows okay what two shows sum this show up <sighs> obviously it doesn't have to be a cooking show because i know the show's about yeah. cooking it's it's got it's got bits of sopranos uh in the sense that it's like there's a lot of family stuff and like a lot of drama and heart and comedy um there's okay 
bit of, ooh, I don't even know. There's bits of like, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't know because it's unique. It's unique, and it's, it feels like the first episode legitimately feels like a short film. Every every episode honestly feels like a short film that they just like made a cohesive story like a cohesive narrative out of and it's each episode is done so well and very meticulous and like down to the editing like it is like so well done and there's one episode i won't well no i'll just let you figure it out for yourself yeah and then we'll talk about it i'll, I'll watch it because once i sit down and watch, i even might actually start watching some tonight um is it so i, I will I'm say really this if you start it tonight you're not going to want to stop you're gonna watch the whole thing. Yeah, this will be a problem because <laughs> I have to be up so early. Yeah. Um. Uh, does it? Is it the the length of the episodes? Does do you feel like they hit the length? Like the length is perfect. Yes. If any, like if anything, fantastic pacing episode yes. wise. There's if anything, I wanted them to be longer. The there's an episode specifically. I won't say which one. Well, you'll find out which one it is because it's the shortest one where it ended. And I was like, I was like, that's it. I was like, that's it. Like we got. I was like, what? Because that episode was like this. Do, 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 do. Like just rapid fire nonstop. And it was so good. Oh, and everyone's on their A game. Like every actor. Did you you ever watch the Loiter Squad? No, I actually heard a lot about it, though. Uh, one of the dudes from Loiter Squad is in it. And I was like, this dude can act. I was like, this dude's got chops. I was like, I did not know that he could actually Where's the setting again? What setting is this taking place in? Is it the Bronx? Chicago. It's in uh, Chicago. Chicago. Okay. Um, what a good what a good place for like a cooking show. Like, yeah, and it's fantastic. Yeah, and the story is unique um, and original. When I say cooking show, I just mean that... <laughs> there is food That involved. can sound... Yeah, there's food involved yeah. heavily, but it's not a cooking show. Yeah, I feel no. like that is such a turnoff, probably for because because what I was expecting was like, like the movie Chef, where there's like I was just about like to say John Favreau, people cutting up vegetables <laughs> and like people like do 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 do, and there's like some of that, but it's not the main thing. Like right, and that and I think I liked it like that, like where it was just like there as a side, as like a but to keep the food puns going. I think you and I both like when we go in with like a preconceived notion almost. And, and it, it gets like, shattered. It, it, yeah, it just shatters. Like it flips you on your head because like I think you and I are, are are so like deeply involved with like film and movies and shows like that we reach a point where we're like, when's the next time am I going to be like surprised? Exactly. When's the next time I'm going to be like that's what I That's what I said was I said I haven't had a show make me feel like this. In a while. Since the Sopranos. Since the Sopranos, yeah. Since I watched the Sopranos. And we, we both did that recently, actually. Yeah. Uh, which, ashamedly, like, I wish that I would have watched that show. I wish I've already watched that show ten times. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's that show. good. Um, it really is. I've also been watching some anime. I'm back on an anime kick. What you watching? Oh, Yu Yu Hakusho, Yu Yu Hakusho. I'm almost yeah, on season one. I'm, in the, I'm at the I'm at the dark tournament. Dude, you're slaying it, bro. Yeah. It's pretty I'm good. not I was on anime kick. Um, like I said, for everyone listening, like whenever I'm on here, I'm trying for the sake of the podcast to like b- to force myself into some more situations, but I do got a little tight, so it is a little difficult for nah. me to sometimes We don't judge you. catch all these catch all these But if we ever see that baby I'm throwing hands. Yeah. She's gonna box the chops, dude. Yeah. So uh Let's see. I am in the middle of watching The Old Man. Those are hour long. Yeah. Um, I love Jeff Bridges. Uh, you know, there's nothing else to say, really. If you like any of his work. Do you think he is... was offended when they were like, we got a show called The Old Man and we want you no. to be the main character? He's like, what? What? Hey. No. Come on, man. Actually, I ain't that old. Act- I actually watched, uh, I think, a GQ interview of him talking about, like, you know, him talking about his roles or whatever and he said that he read the script for it and was like oh yeah 
So like he he read it and loved it. Like no one had to pitch it to him. All right. He just was like he was just like I'm in. And uh boy does he deliver. Like, well, I'll tell you that right now my list is the top of my list right now is Better Call Saul. I got to finish. I got to catch up cuz the new episode the last episode it. the last episode comes out next week, I think. And I haven't seen any of season 6 and I'm halfway through season 5 and I need to I need to I need it. <laughs> I need uh, it. You know, I told you from the beginning that I was waiting until that show ended to binge it. Yeah. Um, that's a big thing. That's a big thing about me. Like, even with The Bear, right? Like, I'm excited to watch it, but excited for it to just stop. Like, you, you know, like that, well, I have a hard time with that. Well, here's the thing. It got renewed for a season two, but I wish it didn't. Because I think it's... Oh, you wish it just... I wish it was, was a one-off. Like and Chris, I talked with Chris about this a little bit. It's a perfect, like, one-season mini series so. just like thing um i'm happy that it got a season two i just really hope they can live up to can the deliver they can deliver yeah but like could you imagine right watching like let's say the sopranos again like let's bring that we just said this big show like a moment ago let's say you're watching the sopranos whenever it was airing right and it finishes season one I can't imagine looking back like with the power of of streaming services and say, oh, I wish they would have only stopped this season. Like, you never know. Like, maybe the bear turns into one of the next grades. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's kind of the hard thing with, you know, you don't want to get Game of Thrones, you know, going again. You got to know know when to stop. Yeah, you got to know when to stop. And that's the hard hard thing with TV shows is like it. it, They get this role and like ratings are high and the perfect show the, the and this is why this is the perfect show in my opinion is that my number one favorite like if anyone was like cody what is the perfect television show the answer is mr robot because it was written as as what it is they wrote every mm-hmm. season like that like this is what it's going to be we need this many seasons here's the arc for each season like they wrote it all at once and they gave it to one director and let him do the whole show and it free it is perfect it is someone's vision brought to life there is little minded there is little to no studio interference it was on a tv channel that nobody watched it's still there's a ton of people who haven't seen it it's got a pretty solid fan base but there's a lot of people that have never watched it and that's a shame because it is a perfect show. Rami Malek's Rami Malek is incredible. Role. The story arc between seasons is fresh each season. Like like the thing that happens in the season finale of one season changes the game for the next season, like every every season. And you're like, "Oh, here we go." My one my my very single problem with Mr. Robot is that Although I highly agree with you, you can't just recommend this show to somebody, especially with like mental health being such like a rampant, like people like recovering from mental health at like a all time high, which is fantastic. But this show is so anxiety. and Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. It'll give you it. It'll which don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that as a. am saying it as a con in terms of recommending it to somebody. I'm not saying it as a con as like a thing that it does to you because I think that was intentional and it does its job. Yeah. Oh yeah. It does. It does it well. So well, cause I used to watch it and legit get anxiety attacks. Yeah. 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 Me too. And I loved it. I I was like, this is awesome. I was watching that show whenever my daughter was three like three weeks old. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) just like, and he's like, the 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 soundtrack is like yeah. this yeah, yeah and i'm like i'm like on half an hour of sleep yeah. over the last 48 hours and i'm like feel like i'm strung out on drugs or something like i don't know it yeah. was crazy and you just throw your phone in a microwave i can't let him trace me <laughs> dude oh man you gotta watch the old man you said that and there's a scene that involves that in the old man and it's so good all right i'll ch- i'll put it on the list i'll check it you out really do you Kind of right, you got it. All right. Well, Fred, oh, oh my God, oh. getting sleepy. Um, 
for a show called The Movie Shelf, we did spend the last 15 minutes talking about TV shows, but that's fine. Um, we love it all. Yeah, but like I just said, Mr. Robot, it's movie-minded. Yeah. It, it is a very it cinematic... Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, we, we can go ahead and call it for this first episode. Um, if you're listening, thank you. If you're not... What are you doing? What are you doing here at the end of the episode? Go back to the beginning and listen from there, idiot. You know what I'm saying? Thank you guys for listening to uh, <laughs> two rambling fools talking about two guy two a, uh, two cis white males movie. talking about film. Two mids, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like Omega Fives who married Omega Tens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but on a serious note, thank you for listening to the Movie Shelf Podcast. I am Cody. I'm Austin. Um, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.